0: BLOB TALK RADIO
1: If you find any desire, it's not you, it's not you. Take it all away, take it all away till all that's left is true. And the sun slide down from heaven.
0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Prolific Fire. Thank you for taking the time to join me on tonight. I pray that the word of the Lord will be a blessing unto you. Let's pray. Father God, I thank you, Lord God, for everybody that's gathered here on tonight. I pray, Lord God, that they will be able to receive what you have to say to them tonight, God. Sit me down, Lord God, and use me mightily, Lord God, for your glory on tonight, God. In the name of Jesus, amen. As I was saying, welcome, welcome, welcome to prolific Fire. Thank you for being here on tonight. Let's get right into it. The foundational text comes from First Kings. Chapter 19, verses 1 through 9. 1 Kings 19, 19, verses 1 through 9 from the CV. Ahab told his wife, Jezebel, what Elijah had done and that he had killed the prophet. So she sent a message to Elijah. You killed my prophet. Now I'm going to kill you. I pray that the gods will punish me even more severely if I don't do it by this time tomorrow. Elijah was afraid when he got her message, and he ran to the town of Beersheba in Judah. He left his servant there, then walked another whole day into the desert. Finally, he came to a large bush and sat down in its shade. He begged the Lord. I've had enough. Just let me die. I'm no better off than my ancestors. Then he lay down in the shade and fell asleep. Suddenly, an angel woke him up and said, Get up and eat. Elijah looked around, and by his head was a jar of water and some baked bread. He sat up and ate and drank, then lay down, And went back to sleep. Soon the Lord's angel woke him again and said, get up and eat, or else you'll be too tired to travel. Get up and eat, or or else you'll be too tired to travel. So Elijah sat up and ate and drank. The food and water made him strong enough to walk 40 more days. At last he reached Mount Sinai. The mountain of God. And he spent the night there in a cave. Again, that's First Kings 19 verses 1 through 9 from the CV. Tonight I'm reading from the CV. And the title of tonight's message is, Don't Give Up in Your Mind. Don't Give Up in Your Mind. Notice from tonight's foundational text, verse number 2, It says, Jezebel threatened Elijah, saying, you killed my prophets. Now, I'm going to kill you. Verse 3, Elijah was afraid when he got her message. Verse 3 and 4, out of fear, Elijah ran. So out of fear, Elijah ran. Finally, coming to a large bush, he sat down. He sat down. That's important. Why? You will see in a minute. He, he came to a large bush and he sat down. He sat down. Can't you see what happens? Beloved, can't you see what happens when you respond to fear or you respond out of fear? can you see what happens when you respond to fear or you respond out of fear? It takes a toll on your body. It takes a toll on your body physically one way or another, causing you to shut down. Causing you to get somewhere and sit down. It causes you to shit, causes you to shut down. Causes you to get somewhere and sit down. Elijah sat down under a large bush. And that's exactly what the enemy wants. And that's exactly what the enemy wants. Somebody, the enemy wants you down physically. The enemy wants you down physically. Down emotionally. Because that's when the wrong thoughts start. That's when you start thinking the wrong things. That's when the wrong thoughts start. When you're down physically, when you're down emotionally. In other words, when you're depressed. That's when the wrong thoughts start. And that's exactly what we what we what we've been warned about. That's exactly what we've been warned about in Proverbs four, verse twenty three from the C V. It says, carefully guard your thoughts. Carefully guard your thoughts because they are the source of true life. Carefully guard your thoughts because they are the source of true life. Again, that's Proverbs 4 and 23 from the CD. In other words, your life is tied to your thoughts. In other words, your life is tied to your thoughts. So guard your thoughts. Guard your thoughts because whatever you're thinking, guard your thoughts because what you're thinking becomes what you're speaking. Guard your thoughts because what you're thinking becomes what you're speaking. Oh yes, it's going to come out your mouth. If you're thinking it, sooner or later it's going to come out your mouth. And what you're speaking out of your mouth is either promoting your own life or their sinners speaking out of your mouth is either promoting your own life or death sentence in alignment with Proverbs 18 and 21, which says death and life are in the power of the tongue. Which explains why Elijah wanted to die in tonight's foundational text. it says death and life Or where? Death and life are where? Pay attention. Death and life are where? Death and life are in the power of the tongue. It's in the tongue. And that explains why Elijah wanted to die in tonight's foundational text. He wanted to die because of the words coming out of his own mouth. He wanted to die because of the words coming out of his own mouth. It's all right there in verse 4. It's all right there in verse 4. The first thing Elijah said was, number one, I've had enough, followed by, followed by, number two, just let me die. And then he said, cause, number three, because I'm no better off than my ancestors. That's 1 Kings 19 and verse 4 from the CV. But, love, any time you start feeling like you're no better off, than those who are already dead because remember Elijah said he's no better off than his ancestors okay ancestors mean that they're dead but love anytime you start feeling like you're no better off than those who are already dead you are indeed speaking death on yourself you are indeed speaking death on yourself because basically you're saying your life has accomplished nothing, so basically you're saying that your life has accomplished nothing, and from that place of nothingness, you start examining your work, and from that place of nothingness, you start examining your work through fall glasses that only lets you see what the depression. You examine your work through flawed glasses that only lets you see what the depression, what the anxiety is allowing you to see in that moment. Somebody, the depression says you're no better off, so why not just end it all? The depression says you're no better off, so why not just end it all? Oh, but life says get up and eat, but life says get up and eat. Just like the angel said to Elijah in tonight's foundational text, Get up and eat. Somebody get up and eat. Christ died for you at a time when you were helpless and sinful. That's what the scripture says. Christ died for you at a time when you were helpless and sinful, meaning he already knew. Beloved, he already knew you were not going to be perfect. He already knew that you were not going to be perfect, and yet he died. That's Romans 5 and 6 from the CV. He died. Jesus died. He made himself a sacrifice for your life. He made himself a sacrifice for your life. So you don't have to die prematurely. So you don't have to die prematurely. Hear me. You don't have to die prematurely. But still, can you just imagine how annoyed, can you just imagine how annoyed Elijah must have been? Angel kept coming to him urging him to get up and eat somebody you know what it feels like to really want to die but god won't let you die it's a knowing to the flesh you know what it feels like to really want to die to really want to end it all but you also know what it feels like when god won't let you die if that's where somebody somebody that tonight you want to end it you want to let go you want to give up in your mind but god just won't let you die. just won't let you die because it all begins in the mind with your thoughts and he just won't let you go there he just won't let you die it's annoying to the flesh i know i'm not the only one who can relate i know i'm not the only one who can relate somebody you're not living right you're not living right but still god won't let go of you you're not living right and you know you're not living right But still God won't let go of you. He won't let you die. You see, death would have been the easy way out for Elijah. You see, death would have been the easy way out for Elijah had God permitted him to just give up and die. It would have been the easy way out for him if God would have just permitted had just permitted him to give up and die. Instead, God sent an angel with food. He kept sending an angel. God sent an angel with food to keep reminding him of life. God sent an angel with food to keep reminding him of life, the good things that comes from being alive. You see, a dead body doesn't need food. You see, a dead body doesn't need food. A dead body doesn't need fresh manna delivered straight from heaven. Be an angel. A dead body doesn't need food, fresh manna, delivered straight from heaven via an angel. That's a reminder of life. Nor does a dead body require supernatural intervention. Nor does a dead body require supernatural intervention. Supernatural intervention is only needed when you are alive and still in the earth realm. Right now, somebody under the sound of my voice, all you need is for God to provide. All you need is for God to provide. That's all you're asking him to do, to supernaturally intervene in that situation that has you stretched out. Right now, that's all you need God to do. You don't need him to play Santa Claus and give you a whole lot of material stuff, but you do need him to provide, for him to Supernaturally intervene in that situation that has you stretched out. You don't really want to die. So stop thinking of death as an option. Somebody stop thinking of death as an option. You're thinking it because it's in your mind. Remember I told you it starts in your mind. You're thinking it because it's in your mind. Your thoughts are not being carefully guarded, as it says in Proverbs 4 and 23 from the CV. But love, I'm begging you on tonight. I believe that that's the reason God brought me here on tonight, on Philippic Fire, to to beg of you, don't give up in your mind. Don't give up in your mind. The enemy knows that if he can get your mind to break down, he knows that if he can get your mind to break down, so will your body. So will your body. Wherever your mind goes, your body will go there. Your body will feel the effects of it. Believe me, I know what I'm talking about. The enemy knows that if he can get your mind to break down, so will your body via depression. But really, there is no need to be depressed. But really, there is no need to be depressed. Just because you can't see another way, beloved, just because you can't see another way, that doesn't mean there isn't another way. God promised in First Corinthians 10 and 13 to always provide a way of escape. God promised in First Corinthians ten thirteen to always provide a way of escape, no matter how you got into what you're in. If you read that scripture, it don't say nothing about, I'm going to get you out. I'm going to provide a way of escape, escape. But first, tell me how you got in this situation. It don't even ask you how you got in the situation, so that don't matter. He's going to provide a way out. a way of escape. It don't matter how you got into what you're in. The how doesn't matter. See, people try to make the how matter. To people, the how matter. That's because they're trying to be nosy. But to God, the how doesn't matter. You're in the situation now. It don't matter how you got there. You're in the situation now. Oh, but God, God is bigger than what's stressing you. Hear me? God is bigger than what's stressing you. Bigger than what's got your mind on trial. He's bigger than what's got your mind on trial. Your mind is on trial and all you keep remembering is that you're guilty. Your mind is on trial and all you keep remembering is that your mind is that you're guilty. But may I remind you, but may I remind you, anything you could ever do is already covered under the blood. But may I remind you, glory to God, that anything that you could ever do is already covered under the blood. Luke 22 talks about the blood. It talks about the blood Jesus shed in the Garden of Gethsemane. The blood Jesus shed in the Garden of Gethsemane gave a protective covering. You see, the blood Jesus shed in the Garden of Gethsemane gave a protective covering to your mind. Therefore. What's going on in your mind will not overtake your mind. Therefore, what's going on in your mind will not overtake your mind. Again, as it talks about in 1 Corinthians 10 and 13, you will escape this. You will escape this. No trial regarded as enticing to sin, no matter how it comes or where it leads, has overtaken you. And laid hold on you, that is not coming to man. That is no temptation or trial has come to you that is beyond human resistance. What you're going through is not beyond human resistance, and that is not and that is not adjusted and adapted and belonging to human experience, human experience, and such a man can bear and such a man can bear, but God is faithful to his word and to and to his compassionate nature, and he can be trusted. Not to let you be tempted and tried and assuaged beyond your ability and strength of resistance and power to endure, but with the temptation, he will always, I told you, he will always also provide the way out, the means of escape, to a landing place. See, there's a place you're going to land when you get out of this. You're going, you're going to land in a place. You're going to land somewhere. Right now it seems like everything is up in the air. You don't know how things are going to work out, but you're going to land in a place that you may be capable and strong and powerful to bear up under it patiently. 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 First Corinthians 10 and 13 from the AMPC. You've been bearing up under so much and doing it patiently. Somebody you've been bearing up under so much and doing it patiently. Patiently. God sees how you're doing everything in your power. God sees how you're doing everything in your power to hold to hold on and not give up in your mind. Because that's where it all starts. In your mind. So you can't give up. Hear me, you can't give up. You can't faint. You can't lose heart. Not now. Oh, not not now. God's going to do it for you. Not now. God will will reward you. God will reward you if you hold on, if you don't faint, if you don't give up. God will reward you for making it through this. According to Galatians 6 and 9, you define this. You know what you're going through, so you define this. But I need you to hear me. God will reward you for making it through. God will, will, he will reward you for making it through. But love, if you read on down in 1 Kings 19, you will see that Jezebel didn't kill. She didn't get to kill Elijah. She didn't get to kill Elijah. He was so upset and so falling to pieces falling into depression over what she was going to do to him. And he let all this negative talk come out of his mouth because that's what he was thinking. And he just slipped on down into depression. And she didn't even get to to make good on her threat. God didn't even let it happen. If you read on down in First Kings 19, you will see she didn't even get to kill Elijah. And I decree and declare over you right now, you will not be killed by this physically or emotionally, etc. You will not break down. You will not stay depressed. You will not slip into depression. You will not stay down. You will get up and eat. Somebody get up and eat. Food is a reminder of life. So just get on up and eat. Food is a reminder of life. Somebody live. Somebody live. Don't take the easy way out. Don't give up in your mind. Please don't give up in your mind. And if this message wasn't for you on tonight, I understand that it was a heavy topic. But if it wasn't for you, I need you to pass it on because I know that it was for somebody. Let's pray. Father God, judge every person struggling with giving up, struggling with depression, struggling with the stresses of this life. Touch them and empower them to overcome this trial, this temptation, this temptation to let it all just end. I bind every Jezebel that is posing a threat to them, and I prophesy life. I prophesy life over them. I prophesy live to them right now in Jesus' name. Feel be broken. You are unwelcome spirit. Be broken. Stop trespassing where God has said you don't belong. Instead, I cover every wandering mind with the blood of Jesus. I cover every wandering mind on tonight with the blood of Jesus. That your thoughts will be carefully guarded under the blood from now on. Say amen. In Jesus' name, amen. I pray that you got something out of the message. If you need prayer or Bible-based consultation, you can always call or text 865-408-8690. That's 865-408-8690. Or you can email fire at gmail.com. Prolificfire at com. However, if you're on the phone line... Right now, via Block Talk Radio, and you have a specific prayer request that's unrelated to what the Lord just brought his word about because you should receive that by faith, here are the phone rules for tonight. I need you to get your prayer request in your head. That's important. Get your prayer request in your head and press 1. Press 1. Press 1 on your phone now. I will call out your area code and nothing more than your area code, just enough to let you know that you're about to be on the air. But wait, 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 wait until you hear me say hello and properly greet you before you start talking. That way, not only will God hear your prayer request, but I will hear it as well and proceed accordingly. But before I answer the phone lines on tonight, let me give the announcements. If you need this ministry's PayPal info or Cash App info, you can access the PayPal by going to
2: paypal.me.
0: Slash prolific fire. That's PayPal dot me slash prolific fire, or you can use the cash app. It's a dollar symbol and the ministry's name, which is prolific fire. The P and prolific is capital. The F and fire is capital. Written all together, dollar symbol, prolific fire. And if you get a cash app with with a sword with a fire coming out of it, you do indeed have the right, the right cash app. Thank you once again, everybody. It is on. May the Lord bless it back to you wherever you need it the most, according to your faith. That's Matthew nine and twenty-nine. As usual, you can find me on Twitter at Prolific Fire on Instagram at Property Safety. Like the Prolific Fire Ministry Facebook page. Also check out com. If you've ever had an interest in sponsoring children overseas, be a World Vision because you want to see children have a better life. Now is your time to act. Become a sponsor with World Vision. I am a sponsor, as well as a child ambassador. The children are waiting for Loving sponsors just like you. It's just thirty nine dollars a month. More, more than that is spent on our phone bills every month. If you be honest, it's just thirty nine dollars a month to help a child. And truly, you you will be giving back more than you have given to them. You get pictures, you get videos. Most of all, you bond with the child, and you have a relationship, a real relationship with the child. So if you're interested in that, go to the website, or you could just call me directly. I would be glad to, in addition to praying with you and telling you what the Lord says about this and that, I would be honored to talk to you about sponsorship. It's something that I've been doing since 1997. No, I have not been sponsoring the same children all that time, different children, beginning since 1997. So I'll be honored to talk to you about it as well. If you don't get your prayer request in on tonight for whatever reason, then your next best opportunity, if you don't want to reach out in private, would be to join my sister in ministry, Profit is paid. But faith on the line with Profit is paid. It's a time of prayer and encouragement. The Lord is always there blessing us in the midst. So if you have a prayer request that you don't get in tonight, that's your next best opportunity. Faith on the line, Friday night, 8, Eastern, 7, Central, 5, Pacific by calling the number that many of you called tonight, 347 347-426-3782. 347-426-3782. Your prayer request will be taken then too. Then be sure to join me. Then be sure to join me. Property Stacy back here on Prolific Fire, same night time and place, which is Monday night, 10 Eastern, 9 Central, 7 Pacific. Same number three four seven four two six three seven eight two, or you can go to blogtalkradio.com dot com slash prolific fire to access to access the ministry for that particular night. Next Monday, I will be re airing a message that originally aired in twenty thirteen. The message is entitled "Speak to the Child." Speak to the child, because many of many of us have. And inner a child that needs to heal from something that happened in childhood. And next Monday, we're going to speak to the child. We're going to bring healing to our inner child. So be sure to tune in for that. Checking the phone lines. I see that there are no prayer requests on tonight. But if something comes up, you can reach out to me. Or you can just wait till Friday and tune in. Either way, we'll be honored to serve you for him. Their God be your glory. Everybody have a blessed night.